Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another episode of Soul Frail Conversations. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about a man's promise. Um, this is inspired by uh, my brother, my homie, um, Pat. He kind of, you know, gave me a good topic to, t- to touch up on, and I think that it's, uh, it's really, you know, it's really good that we, we speak on that because um, keeping our word is very important. Um, you know, setting promises and honoring them and, you know, also staying true to ourselves and not, you know, promising things that we can't, that we, we can't deliver or um, being transparent when we do make a promise or when we do say things and things change over time and we're no longer able to stay in that vein and um, continue to, to move that properly. Um, all of these things are very, very important um, in regards to, of course, masculinity, you know, um, <clears throat> our manhood and everything like that. So I kind of wanted to just uh, give my take on it and um, just, you know, have fun with it as always and uh, give a little bit of insight and uh, detail behind it. Um, because um, sometimes just being a man is the promise, you know, and that unfolds certain things like there's expectations, there's certain standards that we just set as being men that's a defaulted promise that we must honor and fulfill or that we must come to terms with as, you know, readjusting things. And, you know, maybe that's not a promise I should uphold or maybe that's not a promise I should fuck with. Um, but it's, it's very, it's very important that through it all, um, when we do make promises, we stand true to them. Um, and when we can't fulfill that promise, we're, we're honest about it. We're, we're able to express that in full capacity. And also, you know, like I said, we don't jump into things and make promises that, you know, um, we could probably, we, we anticipate we could fulfill in the moment and we can keep in the moment. But then as time happens, we um, reach a point where it's like, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and being transparent and honest through it all. That's the main point. But um, before I dive in, as always, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Um, Click the link in the bio to be taken to all of the platforms that I have. Just Seems Merch, uh, So Frail Books, The Just Seem Podcast, um, The 90 Day Vegan Course, and Mastering the Market. Um, if you haven't already, be sure to check out my books, The Hidden, Hidden Raw, Living a Raw, Plant-Based Lifestyle for Life, So Frail 1, A Reality to Black Male Masculinity, So Frail 2, Toxic Femininity, and, well, that's all my books. And um, if you're looking to learn how to invest in... Um, uh, in the markets and read the markets, understanding them and, you know, day trading and things like that, be sure to, uh, check out mastering the market, my, um, Forex trading course. And it's not limited to Forex. It's, I use Forex because that's my specialty and that's what I've, you know, grown to, to fuck with, but it's, it's applied, it applies to investing stocks, uh, options, ETFs, futures, all of that. Um, what else? What else? Um, yeah, the 90 day vegan course, that is, of course, to help you get the solid information and solid background to make your transition into the plant-based lifestyle, um, you know, stick and, and work. Um, I want to give thanks to all of the people who, you know, uh, give tips, donations, sponsorships. Um, you are appreciated um, without a doubt. And because of, I guess, recent conversations that I've had with people um, <laughs> and different scenarios like that, uh, 
a tip, a donation, a sponsorship, they're not required. It's not mandatory. I'm not begging you to do it. I'm not trying to uh, guilt you into do it. Um, guilt you into doing it. Um, so if it's ever been taken that way, um, I apologize for the, uh, I guess, the miscommunication in that. But it's not required. Um, it's just appreciated. All right. So, uh, yeah, and I understand, especially with what's going on with uh, the Rona and shit. Um, I'm not pushing you to do anything. All right. Like I said, it's appreciated, but it's not needed. Um, so with that being said, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with So Frail Conversations, A Man's Promise. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So Frail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit I am just seen.com. <laughs> Anything and everything that is me, you can find at I am just seen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit I am just seen.com. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. And um, let's let's just hop straight into this um this episode of a man's promise. Um, yeah, like, like I was saying, as men, we're defaulted a certain promise that we're supposed to have. Um, just, I'm not going to say in living, but just as being men. You know, being a man naturally comes with a natural promise that you have to fulfill. Um, a couple episodes back, I was talking about um, protectors and providers. You know, just being a man automatically kind of makes you that, um, you know, Unless you, you know, choose whatever route you choose and you don't have to hold that responsibility anymore. But it's all good. I'm not going to dwell on that shit anymore. But a man's promise, like the, 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 the promises that we set, the standards that we set, the obligations that we set within ourselves, they're, um, they're crucial in our development. They're crucial in our, our, our um, progression through life. You know, the promises that we have to make to ourselves, the promises that we have to make to our loved ones, the promises even that we have to make to our enemies. You know, we got to honor these, <laughs> you know what I mean? And we we don't need to make promises that we can't keep. Um, but more than that, if we can't keep a promise, like people think that promises, you know, like once you make it and things, like things shouldn't change the dynamic and it should always be fulfilled. But there comes a time when over time, Life changes, life happens, and different things happen, and your promise may be changed, but it should be addressed. Any promises that you make should always be addressed when you can't fulfill them or when they should be should be changed. So although mm, although we hold promises um, to that high regard, we also have to understand that when an obligation is set to change, you know, we can express that and we shouldn't mull over it or hold it over our heads when we can't fulfill a promise. Um, as an example for myself, I remember being in a relationship with a woman where I made a promise. <laughs> I made a promise to stay with her forever. <laughs> and <laughs> and the relationship was toxic. It was bad. You know, 
it was, yo, I, mm, I shouldn't have been in there, but I guilted myself in there because I was always big on fulfilling promises and honoring promises and holding them and shit. And it ultimately ended bad because, you know, the relationship itself fuck with my mental peace, it fuck with my mental health because I still maintain this promise. Oh, I'm a promise that I'll be with you through the end. I'm a promise that I'm gonna be there through the hard times. And it's like, nigga, it's, it's all hard times, bro. Like, the fuck? <laughs> You gotta be careful with some of the promises that we make, like you know what I mean. And that segues into um, um, one of the the most important points of this to me is um, commitment. You know, a promise and a commitment are pretty much one and the same. And we, when we commit to something, we have to see it through, you know, or see it to completion. I'm gonna say that. Not necessarily seeing it through to the end, but seeing it to completion because sometimes something can end long before it um something something can end long before it actually ends, if that makes sense. And in our commitment, sometimes we stay involved in things too long or we get out too early. And that's a part of the promises and shit. Like I was saying with the relationship, like <laughs> the promise to stay forever. Whew. Like if I was still with that person right now, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And that would be based off of me trying to fulfill a promise that was at my detriment. You feel what I'm saying? So you want to keep that in mind that the promises that you're, you're making aren't, you know, detrimental to you. And that's why I'm saying it goes into also commitment because we, when we commit to something, when we commit to anything, the commitment is a, a, a definite and a secured obligation to um, to maintain and to, to, to see through, to carry through to the end, right? So um, when it comes to relationships, any kind of relationship at this point, I'm not just talking about uh, relationships with significant others. I mean, friendships, uh, familialships, um, any kind of relationship, anything in, in which you're relating to, there's a relation to you with it. Um, we got to be mindful of the promises that we're making. Because sometimes promises are so good. Promises in 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 a, in a world of people pleasing, right? A promise is easy to utter. A promise is easy to utter. And that promise based off of you know a structural mentality of pleasing people can eventually become a lie. Because we're setting this 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 standard within ourselves to fulfill something that may or may not be true, but it's we're, we're trying to do it for the happiness of that person or for the benefit of that person. And it could be at the detriment of ourselves, right? So when we're committing to things and we're making promises with things, we need to set up, not necessarily negotiation, but we need to truly set up platforms within ourselves that well, not platforms, that was the wrong word. I don't know why I said that. Standards within ourselves that we're able to maintain and that we will maintain and that will uh, come within time. You know, like I was saying, we being a man is a, is a promise in its own, you know, and being a man in a relationship, that promise is set the moment you decide you want to be in a relationship with that person. Now I'm specifically talking about, you know, uh, significant other relationships. Um, but the moment that happens, we set the commitment, we set the promise that I'm going to do 
what it takes. And that's a that's a, a very tricky promise because we say, I'm going to do what it takes to make the relationship work. Now, that's problematic in a sense that that's not necessarily saying that I'm going to do what makes this relationship have no problems. Because everything is going to have a problem. The thing that overcomes problems is solutions. You feel what I mean? So it's not a matter of, you know, we got to be strategic in how we're expressing that se- and how we're expressing ourselves to um to our significant others and to ourselves oh i'm gonna be here forever i'm gonna be here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna, you can count on me you can always do that don't set that because that's a promise that you can't fulfill that's literally a promise that you can't fulfill i respect it and i get the nobility in it all but logically realistically you can't fulfill every promise you can't always be there for someone. There's going to be times you can't be counted on. You feel what I mean? And that's going to plague you because if you're not prepared for those moments when you can't fulfill a promise, you know, then you're going to, you're going to in essence, violate the commitment, right? You're going to violate the commitment. And, and the commitment violation is necessarily not always, you know, a negative point. It's not always a point of something bad, you know, but the fact that we didn't fulfill a promise makes it that way. And we hold, we hold true to that, especially, especially if growing up or anytime, you know, someone promised us something and they didn't come through, that makes us want to hold promises true a lot more. It puts kind of like a guilt trip on us because we, we guilt trip ourselves because of the promises that people let us down with. We got to realize that, you know, people are human. Experiences happen. Life happens. Every promise can be fulfilled. You feel what I'm saying? So with that being said, we need to understand the difference of talking promises and speaking promises, right? Because talking and speaking, although people make them synonymous, they're two totally different things. They're almost like hearing and listening. Like talking is just simply the, the vocal patterns that come out of the vocal box. Speaking is when the intention is coming there with the proper vocabulary, proper uh meaning, structure, and everything for the exact message to be delivered. You know, there's a lot of people that just talk shit, and there's a lot of people that speak shit, and, you know, speaking is a lot more powerful than talking. Although talking, if you talk enough, shit will manifest itself, but speaking is how you can guarantee and you can, you know, put a definitive stamp on that. So, you know, a lot of times the promises that we utter are talking. We're talking the promises, you know, but we're rarely speaking them. But we talk the promises enough that they come into fruition. And because we didn't speak them, our intention was never there to make that promise a reality or make that promise real. And we talk so much. And then when we're talking in light of promises, we just talk so much that we don't even, sometimes we don't remember. And sometimes it doesn't come to light that, yo, this is what I said I was going to do. And that's why, you know, in our relationships with our significant others, they're, they, you know, you said you was going to do this. Sometimes we can't even remember because we didn't speak that promise. We talked it. You know, and sometimes it's like we we talk it so easy because conversation works in, in in talking and not speaking. It's not speech. I feel like we need to change that that narrative of, of vibing from the talking phase to the speaking phase. <laughs> Cause everybody just be talking, you be on your best behavior and shit. And that's why it's very in the initial infatuation phase of a relationship, you're on your best behavior. Everybody's on the best behavior. Nobody wants to seem wrong. Nobody wants to show their dark side. Nobody wants to be in the position where, oh, I'm, I'm, 
you, I don't want you to see my bad side. Never make a promise when you're not showing your bad side. Never make a promise when you're not truly bring, being yourself, when you're not able to comfortably be who you are. You feel me? There's literally a phase. I don't, people talk that shit all the time. Yo, come to me 100%, be who you are. Nobody can be any, nobody can be 100% themselves when they first meet somebody because they don't want to scare them away. You feel me? They don't want to scare them away. Even myself. I know as open as I am, as, as expressive as I am, when I'm meeting somebody for the first time, you know, it depends. Like, if you met me in the medium where I'm open and like, yo, you're going to get what you're going to get. And at that point, you know what I mean? But it's like, if it's, it's like marketing. If I'm selling to a cold audience, shit, I'm a I'm best behavior. I got to make sure I get the cold audience warm first. You know, it's not deceptive. It's not wrong. It's human nature. It's protection of yourself. You know what I mean? But in that protection, we have to be sure not to put any promises on the table. Ever. And that's what we do because it's like, okay, as I build, this is what I want to build on. You're building on promises. You feel me? That are subject to change when you finally know that person. When that person's comfortability shows up. When your comfortability shows up. You know what I mean? I know this is going to sound kind of oxymoronic, but I don't. I don't use as much profanity when I'm first talking to somebody as I do when I'm comfortable, when I'm in my own space. You feel what I mean? Now, when we get comfortable, yeah, I talk a lot of shit. I cuss a lot. Not a lot, a lot. You feel me? About, about comparable to what the fuck I'm talking about in this in my podcast and shit. If you feel like that's a lot, then it's a lot. But I feel like in those moments of that talking phase, when we're talking and when we're on our best behavior, as men, a lot of times, we've been so wired and conditioned to put promises in that shit that it fucks us up. Because now we're boxed in and we have to hold that. That's why, you know, I try to tell, you know, my brothers, especially the little homies, when they be, you know, asking me about, you know, relationships and being involved with, you know, a woman. Like, you know, I'm like, look, bro, don't tell, don't say you're going to do shit in the beginning. You feel me? Don't say you're going to do shit because you got to hold, you got to honor that. You got to be held to that. You feel what I'm saying? When I was young, I had a homeboy. I had a homeboy, right? Like, I had this girlfriend, and she had a sister, so I put my homeboy onto her sister and shit. And he was talking to her and shit. He like, yeah, I'm faithful. I, I don't cheat. I don't do this. And I'm looking at this motherfucker like, you know you lying. Like, don't don't lie like that, but all right, whatever, bro. Like, you set the standard. You're like, nah, it ain't no other women. I do, like, you know what I mean? Don't do that shit. But we have to do that shit because it's like, you know, well, we don't have to. We're conditioned and wired to simply because we're like, you know, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to have the chance with her. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like this and this, you know, this can be what it is. You know what I mean? I, n- nobody loses. I don't, I, don't, I don't drop numbers. I don't cut women off just because I'm talking to you. I'm not going to do that. You know, this is going to sound very assholish, but it's the truth for me. You know, as Drake said, you ain't the only one trying to be the only one. And there's no one right here with me right now. You feel what I'm saying? So it's not like it's, I'm not, and I never, ever try to make it seem like I'm setting it up like a competition. Oh, you got to earn me. No, no woman has to do that. You know, you have to continually be yourself. And in the pool of all of the women that I'm talking to or, you know, connecting with, you know, whoever's themselves and how themselves fit and how that version of themselves fits with me, that's who I'm choosing. You feel what I'm saying? And our relationship should be like that. I'm not, I'm, and at the same time, I'm not on no type time where I'm doing all of this shit 
and you know you cut off everybody. You ain't gotta fuck with you. You can't fuck with nobody if you fuck with me. Nah, please do. Cause if we don't work, I don't want you to be mad at me on Instagram. Time I cut all my hoes off for you. You chose to. Now I'm not saying the women that I'm talking to are hoes. Cause I don't want that to be misconstrued. Cause you know people hear one thing and they can't take a joke and they can't see the flow of things and shit. But anyway, the point that I'm making is that when it's all said and done. You're putting, you're putting yourself into a position where you know what you want and now you're setting up promises within a phase that's not supposed to have commitments and promises in it. Like I have a whole podcast episode on relationships, like the right way to get in one. And, you know, it goes in phases. You have the dating, then you have the talking phase, and then you kind of make it official. Like we go from the moment we say dating, we think that's official shit and it's not. Dating isn't an isn't official. Talking isn't official. These two phases, but and it's in these moments where you're supposed to see the truth of a person. You're supposed to be able to be comfortable enough to see the honesty in the person and you're not. So why are we making promises in those stages? You feel what I'm saying? Feel what I'm saying? In the dating, in the dating phase, I'm literally fucking with you to see what your interests are. If we go to the same place, you know, and that's that's why it's so fucked up that every dating scene is always a movie and some fucking food. No, go to an art museum. Go somewhere else that you can actually see how this person operates. If everywhere we go is always about food and a fucking movie, that's stupid as fuck because, especially if it's just food, because everybody likes food. There's really nothing there. And it's like, oh, we can have a good conversation over food. We're not really going to talk much. We're going to talk while we wait for our food. We're going to eat. And then we're going to talk a little more than we're going to leave because it's going to get cold because they always turn down the temperature. So you notice it when you start to, like, they do that shit on purpose. But anyway, that's another conversation it's on. But that point keeps us from, keeps the dating process wrong. And as long as we're continuing to do that every conversation, like I said, we're trying to be on our best behavior. I want you to think highly of me. I don't want you to think highly of me. I want you to think right. I want you to think right. I don't give a fuck about the other shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? I know that I'm a good human being. I know that, you know, like, I tell people all the time I'm perfect. Some people get look at me with the arrogance. Oh, that's that Aries coming out of you. You know, I am perfect because I am my standard. Not you, not society, not what everybody says. And the only standard I have to gauge it by is yesterday. And compared to yesterday, I'm perfect. Compared to tomorrow, I'm imperfect. Because whatever I achieved today was going to elevate me for tomorrow. But yesterday, credit yesterday, I'm perfect. So I'm going to hold that going into my conversations, going into my situations. I'm a perfect being. I'm already a perfect creation. Even if I then co-sign that I'm created by a perfect creator in the image of that perfect creator. I'm a ref- the image of the reflection. Therefore, I'm still perfect. You feel me? But the point is that I'm making is that we don't, ha- we don't show that side of us. We don't show the full capacity and the full depths of us when we're dating, when we're talking. We show the good behavior. So we can keep this person in this. That's deceptive. That's deceptive. You feel what I mean? And so <clears throat> in that space, we make promises. We make promises. And some of them are so subtle. Some of them are so subtle. We got to honor that. You know, something as simple as, oh, I'll be there for you whenever you call me. <laughs> That's a promise. And it could be something as simple as, yo, my phone was on silent. I was at work. I was here. I was asleep. You know, you planted that seed already. You feel me? You planted that seed. And in planting our seeds in the, in the seed planting area, like that's, that's what promises do. They plant seeds. Can you nourish that seed? 
Do you even know that you can, can or can't nourish that seed? You know, is the soil in which you just planted this seed fertile enough to grow? So what I mean by that is if the plant, if the promise is a seed, you've planted this seed within the mind of a woman, within the soul of a woman, whatever the case may be. Can you nourish it? And in the same token, that seed that you promised, can it be nourished? You feel me? Can it be nourished within that person? Is, is, is the what you planted in, is that promise able to be nourished? Because then you're fulfilling, then let's say you, you can fulfill the promise that you just planted, right? And you're trying to fulfill a promise that can't take root, that won't take root. You're a hamster on a wheel at that point. You're a hamster on the wheel at that point. And that's when you get situations and relationships where situations where people say shit like, well, I didn't ask you to do any of that. You're right. They didn't ask you to do the shit. You planted that own, you planted that seed of your own. And then you tried to nourish it and it would not grow because of the, the soil wasn't there. You feel what I'm saying? That's why it's important within the talking phase and everything, the dating phase, you find out if you're if this like if the promises that you know you have within. And here's what I mean by promises you have within. As men, we have standards that we that we have standards and things we're going to honor within our relationships. Mandatory. We're going to do these things. You feel what I mean? And in doing these things, is that going to be problematic for you? Is it going to conflict with who you are? You need to find that out before you even try to commit to this person. You feel me? Because your promises won't take root. You know, I was 17 years old and I was talking to this woman. And, you know, no, I was 16. No, I was 17. Yeah, yeah, I was 17, definitely 17. I was a senior in high school. And, you know, I like this. I like this woman, got a number, you know, McDonald's and shit, fast food and shit, whatever. So the type of man that I am is I'm the one who pours into my women. I'm the one who, who you know, is I'm not speaking disrespectfully to you like from the jump i'm not really talking about sex a lot like you feel what i'm saying so like because that comes you feel me but i feel like that's not what what's what's going to like my dick game ain't got shit to do with me keeping you right it's me keeping you that has everything to do with my dick game you feel me so <clears throat> so you know in talking to this like she will always throw out sexual puns and sexual in any windows and shit i'm like are we 17 i'm like oh so you just want to fuck like but my intent, my promise, my personal promise was a relationship. Every woman that I involved myself with, maybe something I got to stop doing, but every woman that I involved myself with, I anticipate a relationship. I anticipate that a relationship, so I carry myself as such. You feel what I'm saying? <clears throat> she wanted to fuck. Of course, she wanted a relationship too, but the she wanted a relationship where she's fucking all the time. Like, like, like that was what it was. So it would be little shit. Like, we were on the phone one time, and... um. She choked on some. She was drinking something and she started choking. And I was like, damn, you good? She was like, yeah. She said, I can't swallow. I said, oh. I knew what she was talking about, but I was like, she said, didn't you hear me? I said, I can't swallow. I said, yeah, I heard you. I mean, the fuck? You know, in her eyes, I was, I was a lame. You feel what I'm saying? Because I wasn't always trying to, to fuck. Like, and I, I never hit. I never hit. Uh, I'm glad I did. But... You feel what I mean? It, it 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 develops from that because that puts into the perspective of all the promises that I have within. I can't give them to her. I can't give them to that person, and I I don't know this until I, and I can't find this out until I'm in the talking phase. Until I leave the talking phase when we're no longer on our best behavior. You feel what I'm saying? Because again, it goes into I planted promised seeds in people who who the seeds wouldn't take root in. 
And I know they didn't take root because even after we split, this person never, quote unquote, elevated to the point that they said they wanted to be. I did, though, because these are my internal promises, you know, within myself. And these are the promises that I see when I connect with other women, you know what I mean, when I'm in that connecting phase. So as, as you know, my brothers and shit, when it comes to these promises, when it comes to promises, we never want to, we got we to gotta break this mentality of promising so much shit from the beginning. And that's like, it's, I always talk about misogyny being a competition between men. And when we're hollering at a girl, when we're getting her number, we're trying to, you know, put that Mac down on her and, you know, lock her down and shit. We say a lot of shit. <laughs> we're taught to say a lot of shit. Be the most impressive. You know what I mean? Be the most, you know, whatever. And we say a lot of shit. We talk a lot of shit. So much so that, you know, I'm in like, I'll be 30 in two weeks. No, less than two weeks. Today the fifth. I'll be four, I'll be 30 in nine days. Nine days exactly. So when we look at when we look at um the past, like you know, moments in the past, and I look at how my relationships are with women now, it's always women will tell me, Oh, I'm used to men just talking. Just talking. Show me the action, show me the, show me this, show me that. And I so many women that have that I've spoken with after we have split and everything. They're like, yo, so how's everything going? What you doing? And I'm telling them, you know, I launched this. I got this going on. I got that. I was like, oh my gosh, you did everything you said you was going to do because I spoke to you. I wasn't talking to you. I spoke to you. But you were so used to dudes talking to you that 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 motion was there. Because whenever I would tell her, yeah, I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to get this. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how it works. We'll see. We'll see if it comes into reality. I'm like, all right, it's going to. I don't know what you know, I'm always used to dudes just talking, so we'll see. We'll see. Women have when women get develop that we'll see mentality, don't you better not promise some shit. Cause that will there there is no soil for that. The the earth in that has already been damaged and salted by the previous men. That's why it can't take root. But in that, we get so wrapped up in, we don't hear that part. Well, we 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 hear it, but we can't listen to that part. When that part is, when she's telling us how that soil is damaged and our promises will not be able to take root because of the men that have damaged that. The previous, like these dudes would talk about doing this and they would talk about doing that, but nothing ever happens. I'm just with them and time is waiting on. You cannot plant your promises in that. If you're genuine, like you know, like I know for myself, when I say some shit is going to happen, it's going to happen. I'm going to do this shit. You feel me? I'm going to do this shit, you know? From promotions when I was when I was in the workforce, like when I said I was gonna get a, I got the motherfucker. When I said I was gonna, you know, make this happen, I did it. Everything that I've ever said I wanted to do, I do, and I did. You feel what I'm saying? Because I speak. So I speak my promises as opposed to talking them. You know what I mean? But like I said, when it comes to the women who have been continually dealing with men who just talk, who have talked to them all of their life, who have talked to them all of the relationships they had. They don't want talking anymore. So we have to be contingent upon that and pay attention to that and see, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to speak my promises to you because you hear talking. You don't hear speech. You hear the talking. You feel what I'm saying? And because you hear the talking, I, it's not going to plant. My promises will never plant and take root to be able to, for, for me to nurture them. So now peep this, right? I'm using the, the plant metaphor, but... If you plant a seed, you have no knowledge that the seed is not growing, but every day you're growing out of water in it. 
you still don't see nothing sprout. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? I know I put the seed in the motherfucking dirt. It just won't grow. It's not growing. You're watering this shit every fucking day. You're wasting your time. Because it wasn't meant to take root. Because the soil wasn't there. The earth in which it was supposed to be planted wasn't there. And that's what we do a lot of times with our promises. We talk. We speak our promises into soil that ain't going to work. And then you have women on the other side of that. You know, your significant other. She has that soil that's ready. And, but the dudes that we're talking to, they never planted anything. Now, that's the other side to the shit. You feel me? That's where the illusion comes in. Because... In talking, they never planted an actual seed, but every time they came back, they watered it as if they did. Hey, huddle up, broskies, because it's time to elevate. The secret to evolving masculinity is to define it, understand it, then apply it. The Sofrel series defines masculinity as the spiritual, mental, and physical embodiment of the essence of analysis and deconstruction. From this definition, I explain how masculinity is not just the hat that we wear, but it's the essence that we must exude through application. If you enjoy the Sofrel conversations, why not read the books that inspire them? Visit IamJustSeen.com right now to add the Sofrel series to your library to get a better understanding of what masculinity really is. I promise, after reading Sofrel, you will never look at masculinity the same again. So she's waiting for it to take root. She's like, yo, I know you, you're water. I see you watering it every day. I see you come in here. You know, you make sure the sun is here, but you never put a seed in the motherfucker. The seed that you put, it had no viability and it could not grow. That's what talking is. You feel what I'm saying? So <clears throat> in that aspect, promises have to be fulfilled when, when we're in that barrier and shit. Our promises as men have to be fulfilled through actions. When I was an undergrad, our slogan, the motto of my school was uh, deeds, was rest non-verba, deeds not words. That shit stuck with me for since I left there, but it was a good thing. It just so happened that I was already in line with that philosophy when I went there. So it kind of worked out. You know what I'm saying? It's deeds not words. I stopped talking about the shit that I was going to do, and you know I spoke it. Hey, I'm going to do this. and All right, we'll see. All right, we'll see. And I ain't talking about it anymore. And then I put the action behind it. You feel what I'm saying? I put the action behind it because the actions create promises better than your words can. You feel me? They, the actions simultaneously plant the seed and nurture it. You feel me? It's our actions that we pay attention to. Which then at the same time, people say, um, you know, actions speak louder than words. True. As cliche as it is. But words help you guide where your actions are going to go. You know, so we still need to keep that. But it's the, our actions that do speak louder than words. And the promises instilled and promises created by our actions, we don't have to say shit. And that's another, that's a part that we miss. Because we don't know what we said just by what we've done. Yeah, that's a quick moment of silence. I'm going to say it again. We don't know what we've said based off of what we've done. And because we didn't say it, we don't think we said anything. You can get into an argument with a woman and she'll say, you said this, that you like, I ain't never say no shit like that. And you probably never said anything like that, but your actions did. Your actions did. And your actions can still make promises for you that your mouth may never have to utter. You feel what I mean? And the continued action that we have, that we, you know, and that's why it's like, if your actions aren't in line with your words, that's why either you're going to have to pick a choice. You're going to have to 
Make sure that every word you utter, everything you say to this person, your actions back it. And that's why the promises are. If I can't fulfill this promise, I need to let you know. Because my actions, I can't just do it with my actions. Because my actions are going to show that I can't do it. <laughs> Before I even have to say anything, my actions will show that I can't fulfill the promise. Or I can't honor a commitment. You feel what I mean? And that's like, like when I go back to my homeboy who was telling his, 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 the girl that he was talking to about how um, he's faithful and shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you could tell her that shit, dude. She sees you flirting. She sees you flirt with other women. There's like... <laughs> you've already told her that you're not faithful, even though you said you are. So you can't lie about it. You know what I mean? You can't lie about it. And it's not just like, he was lying. That's not, I mean, ain't no offense, maybe, but I knew the motherfuckers. You know what I mean? We doing the same shit, bro. Like, fuck, I know you're lying. You know? But she don't. And now your actions are not going to match that. And your actions are creating promises, planted in seeds, planting seeds in soil, and it's nourishing that shit. And it's producing a crazy type of fruit from it. You feel what I mean? And so that's why we got to make sure with our actions, our, because like I said, our actions set up, they set their own um, promise up. They set their own promise up. So your actions set a standard too. They set a standard too. And if you start off on a track, right, you're running a distance race. <laughs> you're running a distance race. And you start off sprinting. You feel what I'm saying? It's, it, it's, it's exactly like that. You know, you got to start off at a pace that's comfortable with you to get you through the end of the race. You start off sprinting. You feel me? You may be able to sprint a decent amount because you condition yourself, but then that sprint slows down. You feel what I'm saying? That sprint slows down. And by the end of the race, last leg of the race and shit, you're burnt out. But at this very last end of the race, the people that were, that started off at their regular pace, they started off at a pace that was coming for them, they can speed up now. And they can sprint. <laughs> or they can do something like a sprint after running that long. But you feel what I'm saying? They can pick up their pace at this point. You feel what I'm saying? And that's where the actions come in. That's where the actions come in. Because your actions become your assets in a relationship. Fuck your, like like I said, your words and the talking and what you speak, they they, they set a promise. Actions set another promise. That's why they speak loud on words. But actions become liabilities or assets. You would want your actions to be assets, not liabilities. And they're still promises. You feel what I'm saying? Your actions are promises too. You know, women, you know, I got a lot of homegirls. I got a lot of homegirls. And they come to me a lot about, you know, us as men and what we're doing. And they like, you know, he keeps telling me that he's going to do X, Y, and Z, but I never see a change. You know, I never see a change. And it's like, we say these things and we put the action in slowly. You know what I mean? A lot a lot of times though, a lot of it is selfish, I'm not gonna lie. Even like I, I even tell them sometimes, you know, you're being selfish and you're being delusional to think that he's going to change a lifestyle, a, a, a lifelong mentality for you in two two to three weeks and keep that energy. You know, 
women will say, well, yeah, he started like, I brought this to his attention. He started to change. And then, you know, a month and a half later, he went back to his old ways. He went back to what he was doing. It was just like, yeah, sometimes you can't keep the pace. You have to be patient and let him be in a position where he can jog till he can pick up a sprint to it. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, you want him to go ahead and sprint and change this now. You can't. But as men, what we do, this goes back into the, the promises thing. And this goes back into an implanted mantra that is very poisonous. Happy, happy wife, happy life. That may not be your wife. That's not your, you know what I mean? Y'all may not be married or anything like that. But you plant that in. Society has set up a structure that as long as the woman is happy in, in the position, you know, everything else flows. And we internalize that. If the woman is good, I'm good too. You feel me? No. No. Because that forces you to... to create these promises and to move and, and not really be realistic with what you're doing solely because it goes back into, like I said, with the talking and everything, we stay on our best behavior as long as we're obedient and we're doing good and we're, you know, like shit like that makes it, makes it the reality. Like we can't change that fast. Change doesn't happen that fast, especially conditional change. If I come from a relationship, my last five relationships, right. And I've been in these relationships for long periods of time and, you know, I've already said, like, I'm setting my ways. I've been like this all my life. And you think I'm just going to up and change that fast for you? And you got to have the patience for that. And as, as men, we have to have the patience to know that, hey, and to be able to tell her, look, okay, this is the way it has been for me for a long time. I'm not saying that I'm not going to change. And I'm not saying that I won't. But I'm telling you that it's going to be a process. You know, we got to be honest with that. But what we do. A lot of times, first thing we do is they bring this to our attention. Okay, baby. Okay, I got you. I hear you. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to change it. Women are very definite beings. <laughs> if you say you're going to change it, change it. There's no in-between for them with that. You feel me? And we just run with that. We just, yeah, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. I'm working on it. That's why we, we burn out after the first three weeks because we forget. We forget. And we're, we're, we're unable to, to maintain that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, we're unable to truly say, you know what? Here's the promise that I'm going to give to you. This is a way for, for this is like me trying. Like if you start off trying to be at 100, if your your goal is 100 percent, you know, in essence, the change is 100 percent change. And you go ahead and start off at 100 percent tomorrow. Knowing that this is a lifetime of shit, uh, if this is a lifetime habit, this is a personality trait. And you change, you make that quick change, that conscious change within the, the first two weeks, you're going to burn out and you're not going to assume like, well, then she's going to go to a girl's then she's going to go to bringing it right back up to you. Well, you said you was going to do this and you didn't. I did do it. And then I kind of reverted back because I can't move that fast. You feel what I'm saying? But we don't have the luxury or we don't feel like we have the luxury to have that patience with the woman to, to tell her to have that patience with us. Because a happy life, happy wife type shit. That type of energy. Fuck that. Fuck that. Because that plants a seed that can't grow. You feel me? So then what do we do in those moments when we say, okay, I'm going to change? We just start watering the grass and putting sunlight out there. We never put a seed in it. You feel me? And our actions say, I've accepted your promise. I've accepted what you want to do and here's my promise to fulfill it. And now I'm going to work towards it. Then... When I drop off and I fall, the promises still have to be fulfilled because I've said that. You know what I mean? 
That's why it's important that when you're speaking, you have to clearly articulate what you can and can't do, what you will or won't do. I know people say, never say you can't do anything. No, sometimes you got to be logical about it. This is something that is going to take me some time. Did you know, like this is, this might be mind boggling right now what I'm about to say. Did you know that as long as we're 100% honest and transparent with women, they will be patient with the process? Did you know that? I didn't. I'm not trying to be funny. Y'all. I didn't at first until I, had, like, I was like, yo, if I tell you this now, if she gets impatient with your process, then that, that, that point you have to make a choice and realize I can't fulfill this promise. You feel what I'm saying? I'm giving what I can't give. You want it at this particular point. You can sever the ties and move forward and do what you have to do and be able to be stand up enough to do the shit. But you feel what I'm saying? If a woman knows what you're doing and she knows where you stand, she's more open to do it. The moment you agree with it, she doesn't see any hindrances. She doesn't see any obstacles you got to go over. She doesn't see anything of that nature. She just says, okay, you said yes, now do it. So we got to do it. You feel what I'm saying? But if you, you know, come to be, and that's one of the hardest things because it's like, being realistic, you don't want to seem like you're less of a man or you don't want to seem like you can't do this or you can't, you know what I mean? But like I said, if you're more realistic and more open with the promises that you're about to set, because the moment you say, yeah, you don't have to say I promise or I vow to do this. And it's like, you said, yes, you agreed. You agreed. And that promise has to be fulfilled. That promise will be fulfilled. And if not, she's going to continue to bring that shit back the fuck up. You know, well, you said you was going to do this and you said you was going to do that. And I've yet to see you do this shit here. And in your mind, you're like, well, damn, did you have patience with me? And are you going to let me get to that point? Are you going to let me? No, she's not. Do you know why? Because you never asked her to. You never set the standard for, hey, this is what it's going to take for me to do that. This is what I need from you to understand what, to, to understand me while I'm getting to that point. This is what I need from you to, to, to see about me as I'm trying to change this and fix this. And here's what you have to do in order for us to both make this a reality for me to make this change. We never do that shit. We never do that shit. How Eddie Murphy do, what was it? Raw Delirious, I don't know, it was one of them. It was like, as soon as they bring something to us, okay. I only brought that up because of the way he, his voice did. He was like, woman says X, Y, and we just, okay. Okay. And it's just, that's what we go with. We go with. Because we grow up watching, you know, if we had our fathers in the home, we grow up watching our fathers, you know, kind of once the mother starts, you know, doing whatever she's doing, it's like, he just, all right, baby, all right, I got you. And there's nothing else said after that. You know what I mean? So we intake that, we internalize that too. Being raised without a father. You know, your mother just do this, do this, do this. You get so used to doing exactly what your mother says and there's no argument. There's no, here's what the issue is or here's why I can't do it or here's why it's going to slow me down. And we never get to have that conversation. And that's an even harder conversation to have because um, it's the mother-child thing. Do, you know, just do it. Don't talk back to me. Don't ask no questions. Don't do this. Just do what I said do. That's another thing because now when we get into relationships, that energy is still carried and that's what we're looking for in our significant other. So when we, when there's a problem, whether we are able to do it in that immediate moment or not, we just agree. And then when the action 
or the fulfilled promise or the promise that we've already accepted. Okay, I'm going to do this. When it doesn't manifest according to them, that's when it's a problem. And we don't, we, we never articulate it. We rarely articulate, hey, look, this is what I need for this to happen. This is what I need from you to do for me. This is what I need to do for myself before this can even be a reality. This is, I'm not going to say put a timestamp and know how much time it's going to take, but it's going to, it's going to take time. You feel what I'm saying? Now, do you agree to that? You feel what I'm saying? When we have these moments where women bring up all of the promises that we don't have and all the all the promises that we haven't fulfilled and all of the shit like that, when they bring those moments up, do we ever we 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 never put their side on it. We never show them their side of what it's gonna take to make this a reality. You feel what I'm saying? We just go with it and say, Yeah, you're right. You're right, baby. I'm a, um, I'm gonna work on it. You're right, baby, I'm gonna change. You're right, baby, I'm gonna do this. You're right, baby, I'm gonna do that. Never do we say, Hold up, my guy. Ma'am, lady, hold your horses. Hear me on this. Because then it's now the, that initial conversation, I can guarantee it's always going to be a back and forth because then it's going to be like, well, I'm doing this because this one. Oh, you doing that for me. Don't put this on me. You can't do that. But in a sense, I have to because now I have to look at the cultural stance, cultural standard and the cultural society of it all, of how I have to do this. And now this is why. That barrier is broken and why we as men need to talk to our young boys a lot closer to tell them these things about relationships and shit. Don't just talk to the woman. Say what she wants to hear. And you know what I mean? You don't do that shit. You say what compete. You, you, when you're speaking with a woman, when you're speaking with her honestly, you have to say what makes shit stand. Not what she wants to hear. And I'll do respect to my sisters out there. Fuck what y'all want to hear. And my brothers, y'all need to develop that shit. Have a fuck what you want to hear mentality and understand it's fuck what you hear, what you want to hear, and here's what you need to know. Be, we have to have that assertiveness and express here's what you need to know about the situation. I'm not worried about what you want to hear. Now, as the women will always argue and say, you can be honest, it's just how you be honest. <laughs> It's just right now. This is the honest truth. You ain't got to be disrespectful with it. How Tyrese hit, uh, how Jody hit Yvette and um, Baby Boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I fuck other bitches from time to time. I don't know why. I just do. You feel what I mean? He got to that point. Again, the promise was already fulfilled that I'm going to be faithful to you. And then he's cheating and everything. And now it comes out. He he didn't even have the enough decency in the beginning to say, yeah, you know... <laughs> I have a lot of women on the side and you can make the choice whether you want to be here or not, but that's not changing in me. Why, can't, why don't we have the ability to do that, to be honest, to be truthful? Because it's easy because in a talking phase, because that's not good behavior. Me having multiple women on the side and, you know, knocking them off at leisure and shit like that. That's not good behavior. It's not for somebody I'm trying to get into a relationship with. Mm -mm, no, no. So I'm not going to bring that to the table. That's what the dating part and the talking part is. You're on your best behavior. How are you on your best behavior? Not on you, not how are you in your honest self? How are you on your best behavior? You feel what I'm saying? So as men, we got to teach our young boys this shit. Like our sons and nephews. Like, yo, when you're talking to women, don't lie. You don't have to lie. Realest phrase ever, you ain't got a lot to kick it. You don't. You feel me? Because the way the universe works that I'm learning, whatever your intentions are, like, and this is, Whatever your intentions are is what you're going to gravitate towards. When I was hoeing, back, way back when, it was easy to do because I was always gravitating towards women who were hoeing too. 
Like that was that it was that simple. So there was no, oh, I just want to, I want a relationship. I want to see where this goes. No, it's like, look, lady. And I was, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, and the ones who were, you know, who got kind of caught up in the crossfire, they're like, oh, I'm not built for that. I don't, I don't want that. It's like, okay, cool. I respect that. We just leave each other alone. I didn't try to, you know what? I'll change. No, I can let you know. I ain't settling down yet. I'm not looking for a relationship. I mean that shit. And I'm not even going to do relationship oriented shit. You feel me? I'm not going to do relationship oriented shit. I'm not going to gash your head up. I'm not going to boost you now because I did say that I wanted to fuck. I'm going to talk about a lot of sexual shit. If you continue this conversation, it's not me disrespecting you. It's not me trying to exploit you or nothing like that. Or like, no, this is what I told you I wanted. You're still here. So you're agreeing to it. Understand that this is my promise to you. <laughs> this is my promise to you. This, this is what I'm telling you I'm going to do. You feel I me? Mean? And as, like I said, as men, we need to be able to be upfront like that. And we can't be afraid to for the sake of, for FOMO, you know, in day trading, they call it FOMO, fear of missing out, you know, investing, they call it FOMO, the fear of missing out. You know, we have a fear of missing out, you know, oh, she bad, she this, I want to fuck. And it's like, so I'm going to do thin line between love and hate. Bobby Brown told Mari, he said, yo, you gonna have to um, tell her you love her to fuck her. No, I ain't. He wanted it so bad. He told her that he loved her. As opposed to just leaving it alone. Hey, I can't smash it. That ain't what she's looking for. Nah, that's a conquest. I got to get it. I got to get it. You feel me? So I'm going to set these promises up and I don't even want them. And that's where it comes in with the truth and the lies. You feel me? The truth and the lies. They flow so easy with promises. You know, because we're not able to truly see what we want. And then that's when we get caught up in the situation where, you know, we're in a, we're in a relationship where we start off one way and then it turns and we're like, Yo, I'm really liking her. Yo, I'm really this. Now you got to show who you truly are. Now you got to show who you truly are. Not, you, not who you pretended to be because you ain't know she was going to be dope. You ain't know she was going to be dope. But then off the other side of that, you feel what I'm saying? In, in hiding yourself, in hiding yourself, you'll miss out on a lot. You know, hiding yourself, like making promises while you're hiding yourself is not a good combination. You know, women need to see that full 100% capacity of who you are. You feel what I mean? And everything you show is that promise. That's why I tell people, and this is why I am the way that I am. And I try to be this way as a front. And I know in this, I'm not contradicting myself when I said um, I'm not 100% like, like this and shit. Like, yeah, I'm very respectful because I have to understand where you stand. You know what I mean? If I know you cuss as much as me, I'm going to cuss around you. Like, it ain't no, it ain't no other shit like that. I'm not going to sugarcoat who I am or dilute that shit. But at the same time, I'm going to maintain that respect in the beginning of where you stand and not cross that line. Because there, you never know. Because my thing is this, with that, with that part, you may have, you may be a catalyst to change something within me. And what I'm presenting, it may not be good. You know what I mean? It may not be good. So there's things that I have to see what's comfortable with. You feel what I'm saying? But remain, but maintaining that authenticity. You dig what I mean? Maintaining that authenticity. And that's one of the blurred lines because it's like, that's your promise. You, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. You don't. You feel what I'm saying? So you have to find a way to, exhi to exhibit your promise, to express your promise 100% fully. You know what I mean? And give your full total self to this person 
in essence, without giving your full total self to this person. You dig what I mean? And that comes in with living a promise, living a promise and and constantly making them. You know, as men, like I said, men, we start off with the promise. Women don't have to promise us anything. You dig what I mean? Women don't don't have to promise us anything. You know, we have to be the ones to make the promises from the beginning. Women just have to accept the refute. And that comes into just a societal structure. Men chase women, a woman. That's why it's like women settle a lot, a lot. And that's why they nag. <laughs> I think that's why women nag. Because they're low-key settling because they can't go out and choose the man that they want. And because they can't choose the man that they want, and we're able to choose, we're able to choose the woman that we want at will. But women can't necessarily choose the woman, the, the man that they want. So they choose the men that choose that choose them that's of the best of that little quality thing. So as and because of that, because of that perspective, as men, we try, we have to create this promise that we hold a higher standard than what we really are sometimes, and that fucks us up in reality. Because it's hard to maintain. So then when we're not operating from what we promised in the beginning, what the talking phase was and all of that shit, what we truly locked down and, and created, it's going to fuck us up. It's going to fuck us up. Because then now she's already settling without, without us knowing that she's settling. You feel what I'm saying? And she's going to nag us. You need to do this. You need to do this. Touch up on that. You said you was going to do this. You said you was going to do that and all that shit. She's going to remind you of that shit because low-key she's settling. She ain't got nothing but time on her hands to remind you of the shit you're supposed to do. <laughs> I love y'all the life sisters. I love y'all. I love y'all. It's just fun and jokes right now. But you feel what I'm saying? That's where we at. That's where we at as men. You know? So we create these promises from the beginning because... The playing field is off. Goes back to when I was saying misogyny is a competition between men. I have to be the better man. You feel me? That's why I don't like when I talked about the the um you know meeting women. Get like I don't I don't chase women. I set up the web for the woman I want, and when she comes into the motherfucker, I got you. You feel me? I'm not about to do all that fighting shit and have to prove a motherfucking point and you know I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. No, I'm going to present scene to you. Like you, this is who the fuck I am. Now you make the choice if this is what you want. I'm not going to show you that I'm some fucking unicorn, and then <laughs> you know, two weeks down the line, two weeks down the line, my horn falls off, and you see the strings attached to it, and you're like, "Oh, you was just a horse." Yeah, I was kind of just a horse. You know, fuck that. I'm a horse. <laughs> I'm gonna show up to the motherfucker. I'm a horse. Damn it. I'm a horse. Do you see the horse? Do you like the horse? Is this the horse that you want? All right, get on and ride the motherfucker. Pun intended, you know? But, <laughs> but as men, as men, you know, my brother's like, what we got to do is like, with our words, with our actions, stop setting promises. Stop setting promises. It's so knee-jerk. It's so cliche and it's so automatic that we do this. Show this woman. Prove yourself to this woman. Show No, stop doing that shit because now you're creating promises that you can't keep. She needs to be able to see your authentic self. Your authentic self has to be the promise because that's the only promise that you can fulfill. That's the only guaranteed promise that you will never break, that you are authentically yourself. You feel what I mean? And like I said, when we get that woman that we really want or, you know what I mean, we make more promises because we got to keep her. Mm -mm. I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. 
if you are in line with your, your authentic self and you are truly being your authentic self and you meet and you happen to align with the woman that aligns with your authentic self, you have to make no promises. That's the promise, your authentic self. It's going like you, she's not going to nag you. You're not going to have to worry about shit, but she has to be able to understand that from the beginning. You know, and a lot of times, like I said, it's, it's greed. It's, it's lust sometimes. It's, it's selfish to, you know, and it's selfish on our part that we want what we want so much that, you know, we're willing to set promises. Even if we know, okay, I can get to that point three years down the line or whatever the case may be, but now I'm not giving you a timestamp. I'm not telling you any of this shit because I'm not comfortable with it because I don't want you to walk away. So now I'm going to push myself to an absolute limit. I'm going to push myself to a particular point that's out of my comfort zone. Being out of your comfort zone is good. You feel what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Being out of your comfort zone is good because it helps you grow. But too far out of your comfort zone, eh, you're going to fuck yourself up. I use the metaphor of a rubber band all the time. You can pull, if you pull a rubber band too fast, it pops. But if you pull it slow, you can get the stretch out of it. You feel what I'm saying? That's the process. You know, Our actions need to be in that vein. The promises, the words that we speak need to be in that vein slowly, slowly. When you meet me, I need to be in the present moment. Fuck the future. You know, I got a podcast on intentions and goals and I use relationships as the metaphor and like how to get when you're in a relationship, getting into a relationship based off of intention and not goals. See, we, we, our promises are easily to be, our promises are easily, more easily set when we're goal oriented for relationships. I want this goal. These are the goals that I want. I want to achieve this. And you get a woman that I want the woman that's going to be doing it. Like everything is goal oriented and not intention oriented. You know, and because it's goal oriented and intention oriented, we're going to miss out on a lot. And we're going to set those, those unrealistic promises that we can't keep because we know that we want the goal to come into reality. So now this is what we're working for. We're not building off of intention. My intention is this, and it's going to come into reality regardless. When your intention is set and it's truly defined, it's going to happen. But when you set your goals, you have to continually work on them. It becomes a task. Your relationship then becomes a task. And your goals and shit like that are set from the beginning of your connection with this person when you're talking and you're making promises. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. So yeah, that's um that's you know that's 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 how promises are. And that's, that's what gets us fucked up in the game. You know, as men, we set way too many promises. We set way too many promises on accident. <laughs> a lot of this shit is on accident. It's, it's on purpose, but it's on accident at the same time, too, because it's like when we're building and when we're growing and when we're connecting with our relationships and we're, you know, and we're like, the mark of a man is his promise. You feel me? The mark of a man is his promise. When you say A, like, when you say A, and you complete A. That's what, that's, that's basically the thing that makes us men. You know, as they say, word is bond. They say, you know, a man, you know, he states his word and he sticks to it. Right? So 
this is why we got to be careful on, on what we say we're going to do, what we talk about, what we're going to do, you know. When I first got into, you know, business and all that shit, one of the, I, was, I think his name was Jim Rohn or some shit like that. One thing he always said when he was, when he was in, um, when he was talking about selling, he's, he said, you always um, under-promise and over-deliver. Under-promise and over-deliver to sell something. And that's the truth. You under-promise and then you over-deliver. This is not, I'm, this is in no way, shape, or form say lower yourself or demean yourself, but at the same time, don't set that high of a standard. Because if I tell you, you got, if I'm, if I'm presenting, okay, bam, if I got 95%, if from the jump I'm showing you the 95% of me, it's only 5% left. <laughs> if I show you 75% of me, and then you see 80%, you see 90%, like, yo, you're going to fucking love me, yo. Because <laughs> then I can over-deliver. I can show off. You feel me? But if I do 95% and then I max out at 100%, I can't go to the 101, 102. Like, I can't go up that high. Then I start to demean myself and, you know, embarrass myself and get out of line with who I really am. Because now I'm trying to maintain the vision that's way above 100%. I've never even tapped into 100% yet, but I've already fulfilled the promise. I've already set the promise to you, and I got to honor that because as a man, I got to keep my word. You feel what I'm saying? That's what happens to us as, as, as brothers, as, as men. We have to really focus on that and really, really 100% pay attention to the promise, the promises that we, that we talk. You feel me? The promises that our actions show. You feel me? We set these. Again, know which soils that you're putting your promises in. Can it take root? Does it require a lot more? Because that's another thing, too. Like, like I said, when you plant in a seed in a soil that can take your seed, right? Does it need to be watered? Every, it doesn't need to be watered four times a day as opposed to one. You feel what I'm saying? How much nurturing does it really need? All of these things have to be factored in. And that's what you do in the beginning phases. But that's, we got to, we can't make promises from the beginning. I'm guilty of the shit. You feel what I'm saying? I'm guilty of the shit too. Setting an expectation and creating the, the, the promise and everything. Do I fulfill it? Most times, yes. But that's beside the fact. I got to stop making promises because I got to, because honestly though, sometimes I don't even be wanting to honor the promise anymore because I'm like, oh. Why did I say I was going to do that? Because time reveals what the fuck was going to happen. I've already made the promise and I don't want to keep, I don't want to not keep my word. You feel what I'm saying? Going back to the relationship that I was talking about where, you know, I made a promise that I was going to stay with her forever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The shit that I put up with in that motherfucker solely because I made a promise I wanted to keep my word. She reminded me of that. With the exact words. She said, you promised me. Oh, shit, I did. I did. Now I got to keep my motherfucking word. I don't even want to be here no more. Sit in the corner of my arms folded and shit. Like, what do you want? <laughs> no, nah, bullshit. I'm not bullshitting, but I'm laughing right now. But as, as like, that's what we got to do, man. As men, as brothers. Like, well, you know, set that standard and like get to that point. We got to stop making promises from the beginning. If you've already set promises... Leave it at that, honor those, and let the promises that you're able to fulfill. And be honest with your promises. And be honest with what you need back for your promise to be reality. We don't really do that much when it comes to relationships. When it comes to our women, I promise, baby, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I cry for you. Jodeci cry for you. <laughs> I don't know where this humor came from right now. A little shit is just funny right now. But, um, yeah. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? When we set these promises up, when we talk about the promises, and you don't have to simply utter the words, baby, I promise you that this is going to do like the word is the bond. Not the words specifically, but the word is the bond. You feel what I'm saying? So you don't necessarily have to say, I promise this. But in order for your promises to come out, you need to communicate that. This is what I need. This is what I need you to do to help my promise, to help me keep my promise. You feel what I mean? If she can't do that, all right, cool. Contract null and void. We're not going to make the promise. There's not going to be no contract. You know what I mean? And that's perfectly fine to do. Like, you know what I mean? Think about the last time you was in a relationship or some shit, or you're in a relationship now. Think about the last time you made a promise. What, what was her end? What was your significant other's end? Of you being able to fulfill that promise. You don't you probably don't even have one. Because we're not as as men, we're not taught to do that. We're taught to make the promises and continue to fulfill them, but we're not taught how to leverage the woman's the woman's experience with us to make this promise a reality. Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Working together. If I make a promise that, you know, I want to build X, Y, and Z, I need you to do something too. I need you to fulfill a certain aspect to that. And hold that with, within me in order for me to make it work because that fuels it. That fuels it for me. You know? Otherwise, the only obligation they have to fulfill the promise is to nag us. It's to nag us. Constantly talk about what the fuck we ain't doing. Now we in the cut playing the yin yang twins, talking about every now and then you get mad. And we not really singing a song because we being sarcastic and petty. And you know, every now and then you get mad. You know, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> All you ever do is nag. <laughs> but no, for real, for real shit though. You know what I mean? That's her promise. That's the end of her promise, you know, to nag you, to hold you. And then it's like, you constantly think she, she's nagging and she's holding you accountable and shit, but it's like, what's your part to make sure that I do this? We don't talk about that. You tell me what the problem is. You tell me, hey, I don't like this and I want you to work on it and fix it. Okay, this is here's how it can be fixed, right? I can fuck with that. What do you? Here's what you need to do for me in order for me to make this work. What um a pimp name slip back say on a boondocks? I need you to help me to help you. <laughs> that was real shit though. It's like I can help you, but I need you to help me to help you. You feel what I mean? In order for that to work. And then if you, you know, run into one of the sisters who happens to be, well, I could do better by myself. If I got to tell you to do this, you're like, well, well, okay, well, we got to come to terms with that shit because I don't know, like, I don't, I'm not in your head. Even what you've told me is all that you have articulated, but it is not all that you thought. This is why I need your help to help me make this promise a reality. Otherwise, all I have to work on is what you said. And what you've articulated to me, what's in my head, past experiences in my head, the people around me, and I don't have you as my partner and my teammate to help me make this work. So what's going to happen when I talk to the people who's like, yo, she wanted me to do this, yo, fuck that. She's just being petty, man. Leave that motherfucker alone. Okay, you're right. She is doing too much. You feel me? And don't let your situation be similar to another situation that he's been with because they're going to, it's going to, yo, she did this exact same shit. And then I ended up changing for that. And now we're not even get. You feel me? You when you set in these promises and you telling and you, you create these promises within this person, you need to understand what that person has to do 
to make your promise a reality and vice versa. You feel me? So as men, like, we got to be very, very cognizant of the shit that we say from the beginning. Very. Because that is a written contract without being written. What was that show on, on recess? They had the unwritten, the kids unwritten code of honor. The shit wasn't even written down, but them motherfuckers honored that shit. You know, I think it was something like uh, tattletale, go to jail, stick your head in the garbage pail, some shit like that. Was that funniest shit. That was they no snitching rule, but that's a different conversation. But it was unwritten and they knew it. They respected it. You feel what I'm saying? But everybody was a cohesive unit to making it work. So in that, when you're dating, when you're talking, whatever it is, stop making promises. You're not competing with nobody. Be your authentic self. You feel me? Be your authentic self as much as possible. Don't overdo the shit. Like, you feel what I mean? Don't overdo the shit. Like, you know. Like I said, I, I'm in a position like where, well, for, for me, it's, it's a little different because it's like between my social media, between my podcast and everything like that. Like, eh, this is who the fuck I am. So it's not really much that I gotta, you know what I mean? Like, but even still, that makes me still weary of when I'm in, 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 you know, attempting to approach somebody, when I'm attempting to, to shoot my shots. And, and you know what I mean? It's, I have to be on point with that because it's like, you know, this is me. You feel me? But at the same time, and I know that who I am is, you know, I'm comfortable with that shit. But you have to be in a position that when you're actually communicating with this person, you're not hiding that. You can dilute it. But don't hide it. Don't act like it's not there. If you a hoe, be a hoe, bro. But stop fucking with trying to fuck with women who who who, who don't want that shit. And then creating promises like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get out the game. Like, no, this is where I'm at. And if she says, okay, well, I'm not with that. Okay, cool. You're not with that. We're not, you know, we can be friends. Or we can communicate and have those conversations. And then you leave it at that. Stop trying to seduce motherfuckers and change their mind. That's creating promises that you can't fulfill. And then you end up in the thin line between love and hate. And you're getting shot at and shit. Getting motherfucking bricks thrown through your pathfinder. You got to be careful, man. That's what these promises will do to you. You feel me? That's what these promises will do to you slowly. Slowly but surely. So all of that was to say, just, you know, continue. Like when you're meeting people, when you're meeting these, your women and you, you know, you're involved. Like don't stop making promises. It ain't even about making promises you can't keep. Just stop making promises. And if you know what you want to deliver to this person, just do it. That creates the promise. And if, you're, if that is something that you continually do, work towards that. You feel what I'm saying? If it's something that you can't do, express that. You feel what I'm saying? And when the conversation comes in, when the friction comes in, don't, don't look at it from a, from a negative perspective as, okay, you're blaming me for this and, that and shit like that. No, 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 no. Come from the terms of, okay, I hear what you're saying. I hear how this is a problem. I hear how we need to change, how we need to work. Okay, don't get into a point in the finger where you do this shit too. It's like, okay, cool. I'm willing to work on that, but here's what I need for this promise to become a reality. I need you to work with me on this. See, a lot of times we, we, when, we talk, when we have these conversations with women, we say, I need you to be patient while I change that. Mm -mm, no, don't ask her to be patient while you change that shit. No, ask her to participate with you in the change. I need you to... Help me help you help me. Or however else I said that shit the first time because it didn't sound right this time. But I need you 
to you telling me what the promise is. You're reminding me what promise that I made, right? But I need your participation. I need you. I need your, 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 your help in changing that. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's just about what you articulate and you're articulating it out of frustration. You're articulating it out of emotion. You're not just articulating it from the uh, 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 objective perspective. It's subjective in what you're saying. There's an emotion behind it. You feel me? There's a, there's a fed up energy behind it. You feel me? And we're not going to get anywhere if I'm just trying to change based off of that. But I need you to be able to, okay, Here's what I'm willing to hear. I'm willing to work on this and I will work on this. And I don't need you to be patient with me. I need you to work with me literally because I need to know how I need your infusion with what I have to change and what I have to work on. And then in that moment, you're able to come to terms with, you know, oh, I shouldn't have to tell you this. Okay, cool. Well, I can't, I don't know what I need to change. I can't change it because at that point I'm going to be a hamster on a wheel. And as a man, you have to express that and say that to her. You know, if she's willing to shut down and say, I shouldn't have to tell you this or I shouldn't have to. Yes, the fuck you should have to tell me that shit like that pisses me the fuck off because I hate when people say, you know, this is not just women. This is people that go, I shouldn't have to tell you. Yes, you should have to tell me what the fuck is bothering you and how it's bothering you. Because if I have to figure this shit out, all I can go off is that you don't like this. So it's for me, it's, a, it's an all or nothing thing. Either I continue to do this or I change. And that can literally change who the fuck I am as a person. And I can lose myself. Because I even need to know if this is worth me changing. Or this is worth me working on. But I need your active participation in that. You feel what I'm saying? So watch that shit. Be able to, to, to come to terms with that and have that conversation. Look, I need to know what it is within me that I have. Okay, I know what you want me to work on. But there's other things that have to be attached to that. But I need to figure out how, you know. It even, it even how I need to know how it's even bothering you. You feel what I mean? We get into situations where women want us to make changes about the promises that we made, and we don't even know how it's bothering them. We just know that it's bothering them. This is a problem, and you need to change it. <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all. But this is so for a conversation. So this is my brothers right now. I'm on our side right now. You feel me? Like, this is a problem and I need to change it. You need to change it now. I, JG Wentworth, damn. But I don't know what I need to change. I don't know what I need to work on. Well, you said when we first started that you was going to do this. You said you was going to do that. And you don't want to come out and say, well, I was lying. Because you can't. Because you really had the intention to do that. But you never set the intention of, this is what I want as my reality. Okay? And I see that you can fit in that. But here's what I need out of you to make this a reality. You know what? When we can start getting to the point where we start, when we can start putting standards on women, not standards like that, but I mean, when we can start giving back to show women how they have to operate in order for a certain shit to work within us, things will start to change and our relationships will get stronger because then our women can start to see how much they've been settling. Because when a woman gets to a point where she knows that, you know, I don't have to put in any work. When we're chasing women and we're telling them all the shit that we're going to do, we're running off our resume to them for them to choose us. They don't have to put in any work. So they're already sitting at a certain pedestal within themselves without even knowing it. This is why they can nag us because they're like, I'm good. You came for me. You feel me? That's why I say I don't do the cheetah shit. I do the, the spider web shit because then I set up the arena to let you know, can you fit in here? And then it's like, you got this is... You got to stay here. You got to, you know, put in some a certain amount of work to be able to stay here. 
You feel me? That's why when women come on to me, I don't block, I don't, like dudes block. Now granted, the pick me, chase me type women, I don't really, I can't really get with those. But, you know, women who come on to me too, I engage them. I don't just, oh, she chasing me because man's supposed to, no, no, no. I already know my plan. I've already set up the, like, I knew you was coming. You feel me? I already knew you was coming. So now when we're able to communicate, now when we're able to talk and shit, you're not in the state of settling. You're in a state of elevation because you're like, that's the type of man that I wanted. Not the other way around. That's the type of man that wants me. Ah, it's different. So my brothers, we need to make sure that we're setting, when we set these promises, we're setting these promises according to them being the woman that sees that we're the type of man she wants and not the other way around. That's the type of man that wants me because low key and high key, they be settling. They be settling because they can and we don't even know it. We set these standards of, I'm going to be this type of dude, this type of dude, and this type of dude, and I'm going to hold all this, then I'm going to approach her. Then when I approach her, I can get her. Yeah, she just made the choice. She's like, yeah. So that's why you have to hold that standard. You know, I've been with women who are on some shit like, you know, they were so used to it. And I've, I've talked to several women who have said this to me. They're like, yeah, the dudes that I was with, <laughs> they always end up coming back talking about, I can't find nobody like you again. You know what I mean? They let me know that I was, you know, this, they, they come with an arrogance in them. I'm like, lady, I need you to understand this. I find women like you all the time. I mean this in the most modesty, but what I'm saying is that my quality of women is my attraction. What I attract to the quality of women is high. So you can be found again. They may not be able to find another you, but I certainly can. You feel what I mean? And that comes in, and, and that comes in because when they're used to that space, when they're used to that aura, they're used to men constantly exceeding and making promises and exceeding them. I don't make no promises. I get to be my motherfucking self in that situation because I set, I've already set up the entire balance and the entire web and entire to be 100% myself. So when they come into my space, they're like, that's the man that I want. Not the man that wants me because the man that wants them, you have to continually act and carry yourself a certain way. I ain't got to do that shit no more. That's what we have to do as men. We have to get to that point. This isn't to say create a level of arrogance because I still put in that work as if I still treat them as if I'm chasing them. When, I, when, the woman pick, when the woman says, that's the type of man that I want, I go back and I reciprocate because that's the type of woman that I want. I'm not in that space of, oh, I'm settling for her. No, because in addition to setting that up, you feel what I'm saying? I also set my standard up so they know to come correct. They know to come correct. Like, you know, it used to bother me. I ain't gonna lie, it used to bother me back, like, you know, when, when I stopped getting nudes and shit. Like, I used to get a lot of titties and ass in my, my DMs. And then it just stopped. And I was like, the fuck happened? But I paid attention to what was coming. It'll be women sending me, hey, what are your thoughts on this? All right, yo, have you read this book? You know, hey, have you checked out this webinar, this, this documentary and shit? This might be something that you would like. I started paying attention to that. Those were the thirst, those were the new nudes. You feel what I'm saying? Because I started to see it differently. You feel what I'm saying? When they started sending the news, it was like, I know that that man is going to want me because of this. You know what I mean? But then when they started sending me shit that was going to like they knew how I operated. So they knew what they had to come with. And then it was, a, it was an even exchange. And I was because I'm like, that's, that's what I'm willing to plant my seeds in. And not just the physical to have babies and shit, but I mean, mental seeds, the, the spiritual. That's what I'm willing to, to, to sustain and put into the earth and grow. And I'm willing to put my promise in and nurture that shit. You feel what I'm saying? So as men, 
you know, this is getting this getting developing into another topic, but I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. So when it comes to our promises and our words, and then and we have to get to a point where we know that we're not making promises that we can't keep. We're not allowing our words to make promises that we can't keep and our actions to make promises that we can't keep. And the promises that we're making were clear and they are clear to the person that we're dealing with of probably the time in which they will manifest and what we need out of them to make that promise a reality because we're working together. Our promises must go together. You feel what I'm saying? If we're coming together, you feel me? And, you know, continually to maintain and always, 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 always initiate with authenticity. If they can't fuck with your authentic self, that's not a you problem. Don't, don't get down and discouraged of, oh, she curved me, she this like that. I don't mind getting curved. Like, don't be, don't mind getting curved. That, that, sometimes that curve is a dodged bullet. Be careful. You curve just enough and the bullet, it whizzed straight past you. I dodged quite a few bullets in my day and I'm telling you, bro, it's worth it. But that comes from your authentic self because that when you start to put that out, you don't, you notice that you don't have you, the promises that you're able to put out are based off of authenticity and not future. So much of the future, you're able to stay in the present. You're not really focused on, well, I got to do this to make sure she's happy. I got to do that to make sure she's good. I got to do that. Stop doing that shit. Stop doing that shit because your word is your bond and you have to honor your word because that is the code. That is the quintessential piece of a man. A man's promise is his word. It is what he says is what he has to do. So always remember that shit. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and end it there. Um, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Click the link in the bio to be taken to all of my platforms. Mastering the Market, So for Real Books, The Just Seen Podcast, Just Seen's Merch, and The 90 Day Vegan Course. Be sure to get my book, So Frail, A Reality to Black Male Masculinity, So Frail, Two Types of Femininity, and Hitting It Raw, Living the Raw Plant-Based Lifestyle for Life. Um, and as always, thank you all for everyone who who uh, tips, donates, and sponsors the podcast. You are appreciated. I love you. I, you know, you're, you're, you're fam. You're my fam now. You know, we, we cousins, whether it's Insta cousins, podcast cousins, that you, you, you're my fam now. Soul tribe shit. You digs? But... With that being said, um, take this time to, you know, continue with the quarantine and get everything you need to get to um, taken care of. Um, if you're not doing anything, don't do anything. Rest. Rest. Get your peace. A lot of us can't sit still and everything because we're addicted to movement. We're addicted to constantly running. If you're having withdrawals, you can't sit still. You don't know how to work. You're withdrawing and you're detoxing from that addiction. Rest. Rest. Get your fucking rest. I know I talk shit on Instagram sometimes about how, you know, if you don't come out of this with a skill, I'm even mimicking myself at this point. If you don't come out of this shit with a motherfucking skill, you wasted your time and you were the negative energy. No. Fucking rest. Rest. It's okay. Sleep longer. Motherfucking, um, don't work out. Do something. Rest. Get your fucking rest. You know what I mean? It's okay. It's okay. Have fun. Do something fun. This ain't to say go out and fucking violate the shit, but rest. Rest your mind. Draw. Do something that you've never done before. Binge watch your movies. Do whatever it is. Get caught up on all of the funny shit that you wanted to get caught up on. Rest. But fucking rest. Rest your soul. Rest your mind. And rest your body. And with that being said, make sure your kids and your babies eat their vegetables. Read something nice. Um, 
Live, love, laugh, and do all that good shit and rest. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'll see y'all on the next one.